0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Wil. Appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey. And we're rolling right into the book of Judges today. Judges chapter 1. It was verse 21, along with some others that I'll mention that uh, resonated with me this morning. It says, the Benjamites, however, did not drive out the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. To this day, the Jebusites lived there when the Benjamites... Today's podcast is entitled... Get her done, or not. As we approached the end of my sophomore year in high school, my English teacher called me up to his desk. He had this grade book back in the days when teachers had grade books on his desk. I still remember it was blue, in which he wrote down the grades of all the assignments for every student in the class for that semester. Your grade this semester is right on the line between A and B. He said to me, he then pointed to a blank box on the grade book by my name. You never turned in your third book report this semester. And he was right. I didn't really learn the joy of reading until late college, early adulthood. I was a terrible reader when I was younger. I didn't like reading. You're right, I told my teacher. I didn't do it. That's all you have to say, he asked. Now, I had only been a follower of Jesus for just over a year at this point, but I knew that what Jesus expected of me was honesty. I could stand here and make up an excuse like the dog ate my paper, I told him. But the truth is that I simply procrastinated the assignment, and I didn't get it done. Look, I'm sorry. If that means that I get a B instead of an A, then I get that you have to give me a B. I understand that it's a consequence of my not doing it. Now looking back, that was kind of a small step forward in a larger spiritual journey for me. The journey of honesty, transparency, and confession. A journey I'm still on for the record. I'm further down the road on that one, but I definitely haven't arrived. So today's chapter does kick off the book of Judges, which comes right after the book of Joshua that we just finished. And it's a continuation of the story So it feels right to just keep going. Where are we at in the story? Well, the Hebrew tribes conquered the Promised Land, divided the land, and settled into their allotted territories. Joshua is dead. But the assignment isn't finished. Joshua's conquest took control of the largest and most strategic cities and peoples living in the Promised Land. The Hebrew tribes were dominant in the area, But the inhabitants still remained in pockets, smaller areas, cities, and villages, and it was now up to each tribe to finish the task and drive the remaining inhabitants from their tribal lands. The author of Judges begins the story with a record of which tribes succeeded at this assignment and which did not. Judah and Manasseh were two of the largest tribes and had the largest fighting forces. They had some early successes. But their campaigns eventually stalled. Now whenever I'm reading a great story and I notice repetition, I always pray attention. And here's what I notice today. One, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains. Two, the Benjamites, however, did not drive out the Jebusites. Three, but Manasseh did not drive out the people of four. They pressed the Canaanites into forced labor, but never drove them out. 5. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer. 6. Neither did Zebulun drive out the Canaanites living in Kitron. 7. Nor did Asher drive out those living in Akko. Now, there are even more than seven, but you get the picture. The tribes failed to complete the assignment. And that's exactly what the author of Judges wants me to know, because everything else I'm going to read in the subsequent stories is the consequence of this very fact. You know, there's a formal liturgy used by both Catholic and Protestant institutions called the Litany of Penitence. And I occasionally use it in my personal time with God. I've got a copy of it right uh, by my desk. It opens with this line, quote, I confess to you, God, and to my brothers and to the whole communion of saints in heaven and on earth, that I have sinned by my own fault in thought, word, indeed by what i have done and what i have left undone End quote. so in a moment of spiritual synchronicity i also read james chapter 4 this morning in which james tells the followers of jesus if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it it is sin for them you know what some mornings holy spirit makes the lesson quite clear Procrastination comes easy for me. Let me just confess that. Now, part of it is the way that I'm wired. As an Enneagram 4, I just kind of go with life's flow much of the time. But there's a part of it, however, that's more than that. It's willfulness, it's laziness, a nasty habit of not finishing what I started. Unlike Larry the Cable Guy, I often fail to get her done. Now, ironically, my high school English teacher, you know what, he gave me an A for that semester. And that's why I still remember that story. The teacher, who was ironically Jewish, by the way, has always been a reminder to me of a gracious and forgiving God who says, if you confess your sins, I am faithful and just, and will forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1.9. So in the quiet this morning, I once again confess that i still got ways to go in both honesty, owning my own shortcomings, and faithfully finishing the tasks on my list. And so I enter another day in the journey. Well, it's time to get to work on the task list. I hope you have a successful day getting things done. We'll see you back here tomorrow.